0: there. Welcome back. And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I've got a couple questions for you. Have you ever cheated on yourself? Have you ever lied to yourself? Seems like odd questions with regards to getting back on track, doesn't it? Or is it reasonable to ask? Why do we fall off track in our life? Whether it's your weight, or drinking, drug abuse, or stepping out on your relationships, or overspending your budget, or even settling or staying in an unhealthy relationship rather than doing the work on yourself to improve things, we ultimately let ourselves down. When we're reaching this point in our life, and quite often we may reach this point of our journey multiple times throughout our lives, We have to face the truth that we maybe cheated on our path or and or lied to ourselves, which justified our cheating, right? I mean, if you think about going off your diet or going on a diet and then having something that's not on the plan, we're cheating on ourselves, right? And then we try to justify it by like, "Eh, it's just one little thing or "Eh, it's not that big of a deal. In a way, we're kind of lying to ourselves too, right? If it's not, if it's no big deal, then why are we even doing the thing in the first place? And if we're gonna go and get you back on track, we need to have a real, candid conversation about that. But before we do, let me introduce myself. Hi there, I'm Dr. Kelly Ray. I'm a mindset coach, counselor. Notably known as the inner critic tamer, and I am passionate about helping others just like you and me, who have survived things perhaps we don't like to talk about, but we know we want to because we want to be better for ourselves, because it's good for our kids and their kids to come. Am I right? Yes. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning, or as I'd like to say, undo that crap that happened to us. And continues to maybe somewhat keep us stuck and teach us how to heal from it in order to live the vibrant life you were designed to live. And today, during this episode, we're going to be talking about screwing up, getting off track, and getting back in your lane with fuel to help you along the way. You know, it's funny, well, not funny, how we may judge someone for cheating on their partner We feel betrayed and hurt when we realize someone's lied to us. And if we're the one who's been cheated on or lied to, we might even part ways with those individuals who hurt us. Am I right? But I gotta ask, what do you do when you realize the cheater or liar was you to you? Ouch! Ooh. Ooh, I'm not going to lie. I've cheated and lied to myself over my lifetime and admitting that just sucks so hard. We'd like to think we're above that, right? Especially when we have all the have a moral compass we hold up against others who have cheated or lied. Well, that's not us. That's not me. I didn't cheat. I just Kind of just had a few little snacks that I maybe shouldn't have had. But I don't consider that cheating. And and no, I'm not lying to myself about cheating. I'm just not talking about it. (laughs) I know. I know. You're going to tell me that's not the same thing. And I'm going to counter with, isn't it? Of course it is. How many times have you made a promise to yourself that you'd eat better? Drink more water, get regular physical activity in, and even more restful sleep. And how many times have you broken that promise to yourself? And I know, I know, before you tell me it all, you got lots of good reasons why. I don't know about y'all, but up until the pandemic hit, most folks I know, myself included, were on the no carb or low-carb express train, and the grocery store shelves proved this to be true because every time I went, the shelves were full of carbs. Then spring of 2020 happens and suddenly meat, dairy, fruits, and veggies were plentiful, while the bread shelves, pasta, rice, and bean shelves became dust collectors all within a week or two's time. Coming full circle after two years of snacking on quarantine treats, binging on Netflix, arguing about politics, watching our towns around the US being burned, pillaged, desecrated, our kids and teachers being thrusted into a virtual classroom, the majority of people being closed up in their homes to work, while our medical personnel and food industry folks worked under insane conditions. Is it any wonder we may have fell off track just a smidge? Okay, let's take a collective deep cleansing breath right here because that was a lot. And we're still going through some stuff with gas prices reaching an all-time high, inflation at an all-time high, the stock crypto market bouncing daily like a yo-yo, and we're all just walking around claiming, I'm fine, not going to lie, I'm guilty of the same at times as well. And then add a little laughter to the mix just so you don't go completely bonkers. Am I right? But seriously, people are still going through a lot. So even though the flu may have been dismal or non-existent the last couple of years, what hasn't been missing is stress, anxiety, relationship issues, health concerns, weight gain, alcohol and drug abuse, stress at work, and family problems. These things continue happening, and even the best of us can be thrown off track. But not to fret, because I'm going to be helping you get back on track and rolling forward again. I want to remind you that the road ahead is wide open you can get yourself back on track. But first, you have to give up pretending that you have to be who you used to be. When times get tough, our worst battle is often between what we remember and what we presently feel. Thus, one of the hardest decisions you will ever have to make is when to stay put and struggle harder or when to take your memories and move on. Sometimes you have to step outside of the person you've been and remember the person you were meant to be, the person you are capable of being, and the person you truly are today. You have to give up berating yourself for everything you aren't. Being kind to yourself in thoughts, words, and actions is as important as being kind to others. Extend yourself this courtesy. Love yourself, your real self. Work through the fears. Deep dive into that. Your insecurities speak honestly and loudly. And your anger... Scream into a pillow, not into the mirror, nor the people you care about. They don't deserve it. Instead of hurting yourself by hiding from your problems, help yourself grow beyond them. That's what self-care is all about. We hear lots about self-care and, you know, think it might be a massage or a bubble bath or lighting some candles or sipping some wine. No, it's a about growing yourself up. It's about looking at those things that trip you up and keep you stuck or have you doing the cha cha going forward two steps back whatever it may be That's self care when you work on those things. It's about facing the inner issues that make you believe that you are less than you are. It's learning to see that you are already beautiful you are already smart. You are already strong. Not because you're blind to your shortcomings, but because you know they have been there to balance out your strengths. I mean, is it any wonder when you go for a job interview? I mean, it's been quite a while since I've been through one. But when the last time I did, they ask you questions like what are your greatest strengths? What are your greatest weaknesses? And I mean, those are really interesting questions, and questions that maybe you should ask yourself to see how they can balance one another out. You have to give up regretting and holding on to what happened in the past. When you stay stuck in regret of the life you think you should have had, you end up missing the beauty of what you do have. Not all the puzzle pieces of life will seem to fit together at first. But in time, you'll realize they do. Perfectly. So, thank the things that didn't work out. Because they just made room for the things that will. And thank the ones who walked away from you. Because they just made room for the ones who won't. As they say, every new beginning comes from another beginning's end. You have to give up getting caught up in the negativity surrounding you. To be positive in negative times is not just foolish optimism. It is based on the fact that human history is a history not only of tragedy, but also of success, sacrifice, courage, kindness, and yes, growth. What we choose to emphasize in this complex history will determine how well we live. If we look only for the worst, it destroys our capacity to do our best work. If we remember those times and places, and there were many, in which people have behaved amazingly and things have gone well, this gives us the energy to act and at least the possibility of sending this spinning world in a different direction. And if we do act in however small of a way, We don't have to sit around and wait for some grandiose or perfect future. The future is an infinite succession of present moments. And to live right now as we think we should live in defiance of all the negativity around us is in and of itself an amazing victory. You have to give up thinking that everyone else has it so much easier than you. When times get really tough, remember this simple truth. Nothing that's worthwhile is ever easy. And when you're struggling with something that's important to you, and you feel like your life isn't fair, look at all the people around you and realize that Every single person you see is struggling with something. Something that you may never, ever know about. And to them, it's just as hard as what you're going through. You have to give up wanting to be where others are in life. Stop comparing where you're at with wherever everybody else is. It doesn't move you further ahead. It doesn't improve your situation or help you find happiness. It just fuels feelings of inadequacy and shame and ultimately keeps you stuck. The truth is, there is no one correct path in life. A path that's right for someone else won't necessarily be a path that's right for you. And that's okay. Your journey isn't right or wrong or good or bad. It's just different. Your life isn't meant to look exactly like anyone else's because you aren't exactly like anyone else. You're a person all your own with a unique set of goals, obstacles, dreams, and needs. So stop comparing and start living. You may not always end up where you intend to go, but you will eventually arrive precisely where you need to be. I can speak to this personally, as when I was younger, I wanted to be married, have the house with a white picket fence, a couple of kids, and maybe a cat When that didn't exactly happen how I envisioned it, I was pretty disappointed. I was mad at the world because I felt I deserved it since I was a good person and had gone through so freaking much. But what I wasn't prepared for was being a single mom, going back to school to earn my PhD, owning my own business, traveling around the world, gaining inner strength beyond measure and experiencing a peace I never imagined possible. I share this all to say, trust that you are in the right place at the right time right now and trust yourself to make the best of it. You have to give up letting judgments of strangers control you. People know your name, not your story. They've heard what you've done, but don't understand what you've been through. So take their opinions of you with a grain of salt. In the end, it's not what others think. It's what you think about yourself that counts. It's that what you think of yourself that determines the outcome of what happens in your life. Sometimes you have to do exactly what's right for you and your life without giving a darn what your life looks like to everyone who doesn't even know you. This also includes giving up the harsh judgments you press upon yourself. Look, maybe you're getting back on track eating healthier rather than being so harsh on yourself when you slip up. Because let's be honest, that's more than likely going to happen, right? Acknowledge it, take full accountability for it, and then do the next right thing. This will serve you well as it's better to be accountable for your choices than to cheat on yourself and then beat yourself up profusely over it. That usually knocks us off the wagon for a long while. You have to give up letting toxic relationships bring you down on a daily basis. Not all toxic relationships are agonizing and uncaring on purpose. Some of them involve people who care about you, people who have good intentions but are toxic because their needs and way of existing in the world force you to compromise yourself and your happiness. They aren't inherently bad people, but they aren't the right people to spend time with every day. And as hard as it is, we have to distance ourselves enough to give ourselves space to live. You simply can't ruin yourself on a daily basis for the sake of someone else. You have to make your well being a priority. Whether that means breaking up with someone, loving a family member from a distance, letting go of a friend, or removing yourself from a situation that feels painful. You have every right to leave and create some healthy space for yourself. You have to give up overthinking and worrying about everything. When your fears and anxiety have you looking too deep into things, it creates problems. It doesn't fix them. If you think, and you think, and you think, you will think yourself right out of happiness a thousand times over and never once into it. Worrying doesn't take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace and potential. And life is too short for that. You have to give up believing you aren't strong enough to take another step forward. It's always possible to go on, no matter how impossible it feels. In time, the grief or the lesson may not go away completely. But after a while, it's not so overwhelming. So breathe going to be okay remember that you've been in this place before maybe not this exact place but a place that seemed difficult to manage at the time you've been this uncomfortable and restless and afraid and you've survived take another breath and know that you can survive this time too these feelings can't break you They're painful and draining, but you can sit with them and eventually they will pass. Maybe not immediately, but sometime soon, they're going to be fade. And when they do, you'll look back at this time and find gratitude for not doubting your resilience. And the key takeaway here is you have to be willing to sit with the feelings Identify whether these feelings are hindering or helping your situation, and decide how you will move forward. And if you're currently feeling stuck in the how to move forward phase, get in touch with me and let's have a conversation. The truth is you have to know that you are strong enough to take another step forward. Every single day. Feeling otherwise is just that. A feeling, not a fact. So if you only take away one point from this episode, let it be this. The first and worst place we lose our footing is in our own heads. If you think it's permanent, then it's permanent. If you think you're broken, then you are. If you think you've reached your limits, then you have. If you think you'll never heal and grow, then you won't. You have to change your mind. You need to see everything that's holding you back, every obstacle and every limitation as only temporary. Because that's the truth. Everything in life, is temporary now it's your turn what are you holding on to right now that's holding you back is there something that you need to let go of or give up before you can move forward i want you to think about that today And if you found this episode helpful, then I encourage you to follow this podcast and share it with others. Because in truth, we don't know what everyone is going through. We don't know their stories. We don't know where they are in the chapter of their story. And what they may need to continue turning the page of their chapter. And every week, I share ways to help you get through your week. Last and certainly not least, if you'd like to connect with me, here's some ways to do that. I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. It's D-R-K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E, Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Facebook is Dr. Kelly Ray B, B is in brown. My website is drkellyray.com. My email is drkellyray at gmail.com. And until next week, please know I send you so much love.